do shame you. Really? Yeah. Uh, Trader Joe's doesn't. You can just use it straight up. Same thing with Walgreens uh, and Safeway. You just use it and press a button and it's fine. You can look like you're using a card just like anyone else. But at Whole Foods, they have to press a special button. So you have to say to them. Is that because they have to go through the list of things you are and aren't allowed? They're like, no, you're not allowed to buy alcohol and you're not allowed to buy hot things. At least with my food stamps. It's no big deal. The computer knows it. Oh. Um, and if I did, then the EBT would take off the balance of the fresh stuff and then I'd have to pay cash for the other stuff. It's no big deal. But at Whole Foods, they make you tell them. So one time they shamed me because I bought some foie gras. And they were like, foie gras with food stamps? And, you know, calorie per penny, it's actually not a bad deal. Like, it's <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm it sorry. Is. Just because I'm poor doesn't mean I don't have good taste. I love foie gras. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. But, you know... They haven't done any foie gras challenges on British Baking Show. They haven't done any like. They're they probably do, not. They're probably not going to. They do the game pie. The, well. Mm. The, the hand. The. What are they? Hand raised pies. I miss Mary. I miss Mary too. Um, is she dead? No. Because she looked. I mean, for a couple of for a couple of episodes, it looked like you know. Like she was the crypt. They were troweling it on. Right. Um, um, no, she looks great. I think she's got to be fine. Go, I, go I, on YouTube, and Mary makes a game pie. And the game pie is great, but what you really want is her recipe for cold, short pie cases. Right. So not the, but hot water method is Sorry, usually I, what they well, use for a hand-raised pie. It, usually this, it's a hot water. This is to make the Melton Mowbray. The Melton Mowbray pork pie is, I mean, apart from me and um, the St. James Bible, <laughs> one of our best exports. All right. But you can't get them because we're not allowed to export pork products to America. Wow. So when my mother came over... Because the trichinosis or whatever. Well, my mother came over Thanksgiving. I can tell you right now, she did not bring any with her. Oh, wow. That's... Yeah. There you go. And enough enough British cheese to, you know, cause lactose intolerance for a lifetime. Yeah. That's... Britain has a lot of cheese, too. So you're having a big Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, we are. It's uh, uh, we have friends and family coming uh, from over. We always host. That's, That's awesome. my me and my wife put uh, put in a pretty good thing. And I mess around with it constantly. Yeah, well, if you like the British breaking show, you got. Well, no, it's not that. It's my wife is very traditional, Midwest, mm. and I things I just don't understand. So apparently, strawberry jello, pretzels, and cream is a side dish. That's gross. Not dessert, but from Kansas and Nebraska, mm. you know, uh, I want some broccoli, carrots, mashed potatoes. I want some jello would go good with these. Obviously not with a Dick Van Dyke accent. I just don't have a Midwest. <laughs> you all sound like Yosemite Sam to me. Uh, yeah, that that sounds not that doesn't weird. sound that doesn't sound right to and me. And cranberry fluff. I love cranberry. Not cranberry fluff. I love cranberry. Though. So you take cranberry. It, the quantities are a pound of cranberries, a pound of grounded up uh, red delicious, a quart. Hold on, is it which is the regular cut, re- regular size of a liter? Um, not a li- no, no. In, over here, it's a a thing of whipping cream. A quart. A not pint. The, is it a pint? A pint is sixteen ounces. The regular, yeah. So, so one of those, and a pound of sugar, and you blend that together. That's cranberry fluff. 
Oh, I just make It's like the Midwest can't do anything unless it's got a pound of sugar in it. Yeah, ew. Yeah, that's it's, not my game. And the lovely people, we, we still do it on some lemon. We still do it, but we don't put the sugar in it. But yeah. my, my family goes crazy for their crumbly fluff. Huh. Like, we have to make... Like, when I go home tonight, I will be grinding apples and cranberries through midnight. Wow, for the special fluff. Cool. Yeah. Otherwise, no chance of that extra kid. <laughs> No, I intend to be an alcoholic. So I, I'll be honest. I invested in children because of alcoholism. Well, and it's that 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 why you can say, "Hey, kid, go get me a beer." No, I want the I want the stem cells and kidneys. Oh. Like, I'll go get my own beer, but I'm gonna want I'm gonna want a transplant at some sure. point. Fair like, enough. You love your daddy. Give me a kidney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got two. That steak and kidney pie. I've always found oh. that gross. No, it's just you know what? You've got to clean the kidneys. Right. The problem is if you don't cut the kidneys in half. And remove the the little um, the little tracks from mm-hmm, inside. Mm-hmm. You get that and, and wash them. Same with liver. You've got to wash them out. Cut them and wash them. Otherwise, you get the ammonia in them, oh. and that's what gives you that bit. And also the you, the kidneys. You want to sear them, but not cook them. You want to sear them and then throw them in the pie so they cook slowly in the pie. Right. Otherwise, you cook it and hard. They just turn into little rocks. Yeah, little, yeah little, and it's just it's cat food. Vile. I wouldn't even feed my cat that. Yeah, man. You, you, the, um, you said about British food. I'll be honest with you. A younger version of me, yeah, there was not a lot good <laughs> with British food. British food in the 70s and 80s was pretty grim. But, but Gordon Ramsay's doing things. And we gave you Gordon Ramsay, not from a culinary point of view, but to teach you how to swear properly. <laughs> um, what did you give us? I was in London a couple of weeks ago. There's a Chipotle. Oh, that's so gross. Well, we just, we don't have any food No, you couldn't here. send Levix? I mean, you sent Chipotle, poisonous pork barbacoa. You couldn't yeah. send Levix and some orange sauce in, instead. I mean, you know, our special relationship, send good Mexican food, not, right. not Chipotle. That was just rude. No, look, Chipotle's gross. Uh, La Salsa is better than Chipotle. It's too bad they didn't get down there. La Salsa was a chain that was in San Diego. It's good. They had good. They were very good. But Chipotle, I've never, I've never appreciated them. I, uh, when I was low carbing, I'm, I'm not now, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, when, when I was visit, when I was traveling to America, Chipotle was my go-to huh. for a burrito bowl because it was. But this is this is this is before they started killing people. Uh, oh right, I actually. This is when Chipotle was actually quite good. I got. Um, to be paid once to be on one of those things where they ask you questions. What is it called? Um, oh, panel? Yeah, the research panel thing or whatever. And they gave me a $150 um, visa card. It was so exciting. And they had me answer questions for two hours about what would change my mind about Chipotle. Because it was right after that whole thing where people got sick and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, what can we do differently? What do you like? What do you not like? And the thing I kept saying was fish tacos fish tacos and they were like that that's not going to happen and i'm like rubio's has fish tacos i want more fish there's only I can't one do rubio's i just <gasps> i'm sp- i live in san jose i've got levix I, it's just i don't I'm, i don't know if this levix we've got levix and we've got uh an iguanas uh home of the burrito zilla i'm someone will correct me on that one did you know that san jose was the um town where the food truck was invented I can believe it. That the food truck was invented. The first like taco truck food we have truck. The cheese, me, me and the cheesy bandit have got have a relationship. That sounds good. It's not. It's, it's not. Cheesy bandit. They they do uh, they do a grilled cheese with real English cheddar. Interesting. And it's um. I mean it, it's dark 
<laughs> it's jar. There's things I, I've done I like with I, there's too. things I've done with that cheese grills that I haven't done with my wife. <laughs> wow, that's a fun way to wrap up this. Some call me Tim. Uh, John Garside, you are so entertaining to speak with, and what a jo- what a joy to have on the podcast today. And some call me Tim, with your own English references. I'm sorry that I made the assumption that the English were anything like the French because they're something we've about, gone to war with them to prove the point and yeah. good enough and and this whole brexit thing is just another one of them i mean it's this is where the french said you do realize we have most of the food asshole you know they, <laughs> we're gonna win you're gonna be boiling in a bag again it's gonna be the 70s all over again um you know gordon ramsay's not gonna we're now looking if, if brexit happens then all they can look forward to is chlorinated chicken from kansas <laughs> Seriously, they want a free trade agreement with America so we can import chlorinated chicken. When did you buy anything that tasted of um, of Domestos or Clorox that you know was something you wanted to eat? Oh man, I, I feel really terrible about our little chicken industry and thing. But I knew when um, forty five, our president. Um, elected or whatever appointed Purdue. Purdue to be the secretary of <laughs> agriculture. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, okay, they used to be called lobbyists because they weren't allowed in, they had to be in the lobby. They weren't actually allowed in to make laws. That's why they were called lobbyists and they were lobbyists for large corporations. And you just take you take the you cut out the middleman. Cut out like, the middle, Just stick him right in the government. Just why, stick him right in. Why didn't you just get the minister of beef to be, you know, someone from Tyson's? Right. Just, exactly. It, it's, it, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. It's the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And Betsy DeVos, of course, you know, I mean. Well, she actually. There are the funny thing about Betsy DeVos is that there are quotes that I found of her on the internet from before she was appointed saying we gave more money to this campaign what am i going to get out of this mm-hmm. and what did she get out of it oh you can be secretary of education like what do you learn in america fake it till you make it i guess or just ask for uh, maybe that's the problem i'm not asking it's because she asked she said you know what i gave you enough money now i'm asking for an appointment and then there, there you go that's mm-hmm. how it works money i mean it, I, it's very I tisked I tisked the concept of money but that's America bit, is money after two and a bit years in government he's finally appointed a ambassador to South Africa oh she's not going to be going to the um, to Norweto to see the people where I lost my religion she's going to be in Turban and she's going to be in um, in Cape Town, Cape Town. In, in, enjoying the white life right yeah so there's she's going to have a great time some great restaurants in Cape Town oh man yeah. good fish like oof no water, good fish. <laughs> no water. They got less water than California. See, the world's falling apart. But and what will save it? Not greed. So and not we'll we'll bring it around, but but not harp on it. The thing is, like, I feel bad for the chickens that get put in the tiny cages and they chop little beaks off and we're like, oh, don't do that. And we, all the Californians were like, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to hurt the chickens. And. And those are just chickens, right? That we don't want to eat. But these, there are people. There are people that need help. There are chickens in cages. There are people that poop into nothing. Like we even even that's another country. It's happening right now. It's happening the right. Door. But like even inside, like in the, in our own country, there are so many like solvable problems if we can sort of take greed out of the equation and these, you know, like the. The thing with the San Francisco, we all voted on this thing that big corporations that make more than $50 million a year, they have to give 
point half a percent mm -hmm. to the homeless fund for the for housing for affordable housing and to get homeless people off the street and just cure this problem and we all voted for it and everyone's like hooray and it's going to be in legal proceedings for the next 10 years it's never going to happen mm -hmm. they're never it's never the only person behind it was the salesforce guy and 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 who who probably does more for us as a society than anybody realizes when you call up that call center your information's in the salesforce system you know that that's they're not just doing sales it's customer relationship management whereas you know what's twitter done well they make people feel bad about themselves i was trying to be positive i just couldn't <laughs> get there i'm glad you helped me on that one no, this is the thing they don't they, they've contributed nothing and jack dorsey who has so much capability such an amazing thinker and says well there should be a different way but i don't know what it is i'm like dude you created square you created twitter you have been at the forefront of enabling people to grow culturally and as entrepreneurs and you think half a percent off your top line is the end of it uh screw you and your tesla well that's the that's the greed thing how much do people truly need how much do they how much do they want and how much do they need and when do when do wants become needs and then i can't live without you need another you need another podcast where we can talk about progressive politics and and, yeah. and, and we could give some contrast because the right winger is still within me just you know, with a, a lifetime of experience that knows what does and doesn't work. You, you need to be able to succeed because you want to pass it on. That's human. How much do you pass on? Uh, that's the bit that's up for uh, debate in society. I'm a Marxist. I'm straight up. I'm like, no, there is no public property. People don't pass on things to their family level. I don't, I'm a, I'm a hardcore Marxist. I believe in those precepts, baby. He had like 10 of them. He's like, this is communism. I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. You have kids. Well, no, I went to Cuba and I was with you. I loved Cuba. I really did. Before, before I, you know, became an American, uh, I enjoyed the privileges of being British. Uh, and I spent real time. No, I didn't just go to the resorts. I mean, I actually spent time in, uh, Sifuigo and, and in, uh, uh, God, it's so long ago now. Uh, in uh, Trinidad de Cuba, and you know, went through the revolution, and I and this was part of me. I I really loved it, and at the same time, when yeah, it's fantastic and it's real, and it's also in complete contrast to uh, human uh, ego, right? And, and capitalism, and, and not <laughs> even ca capitalism, but just wanting to take care of your community means passing something on. Might not be you know passing on to your community and not just to your son or daughter, but passing something on. Retention of property, like I said, it's. Uh, well, but retention of property only works for property owners. If you're if you rent, then then it's like. But then it becomes then that's one of the problems with what's going on in America is the haves versus the have-nots, the renters versus the owners. And do you know in the 1849 there was a we had lots of political parties. We had like 16, and one of them was called the anti-renters, and another one was called the pro-bank Democrats. And I think that's very funny because it seems like what's happening right now. I love the, the, the Robin Williams. He had that bit about, um, I don't mind the corruption as long as they wear badges like NASCAR. <laughs> and I think that's... that's Coca-Cola! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sponsored by whatever lobbyist it is. I yeah. Mean, it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's reality. Uh, hey, sponsor Mutiny Radio. Give us some money. Thank you, John Garside. We could continue. We could go on forever. We'll have you back. And uh, we'll find, as you're... You can let us know how you're 
child is growing and we start the Charlie and Lola and I bet you'll have a baby very quickly. I will be, we, will, we will investigate Charlie and Lola. Because then it just makes them west. want a little sister or a big brother or whatever. Yeah. And it's a really fun show. And it's not boring and it's really funny. It's really funny. I can't believe anybody's still going to be listening after an hour. No, of course I, Why not? Absolutely. Do you mind if I just shout out my gig? Please, please, please. Do all your shouting gigs so, gigs. So, so San Jose Improv, uh, 2nd of December, I'm supporting uh, Kamir Singh. Um, and uh, if you go to my uh, tweet, which is uh, t- my tweet, uh, big uh, uh, big British John. I forget what my own Twitter handle big is. Big British days. John. J O N, not J O H. Big John Brit. Oh, big John. Yeah, well, you know, democracy means someone else got there first. Uh, big John Brit. No H in the John. We couldn't afford it. Um, and there's a, uh, there's a link there, and there's a promo code for five dollar tickets. Five dollars for San Jose Improv. It's not a bad. It's not a bad deal. That's great. Deal. And, so and Kabir Singh is very, very funny. And obviously, if people listen to this, they know you're hilarious. I think we, we, we're just coming at it from different angles of colonialism. Uh, <laughs> um, so we'll see how it works. That's so funny. Are you emceeing or who's emceeing this gig? No, it's his gig. This is his special. Oh, good. Um, I'm, I, I supported it. He very kindly gave me a gig um, up at Cobbs a, a while ago. Nice. And so, um, and this time I you know, don't have to travel two hours. Fantastic. <laughs> well, everybody, December 2nd, go to Improv, go see Big British John. Kamir and here. Jeremy Curry. So. Oh, right on. Yeah. Good Love lineup. It's a good, it's a, it, 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 it should be. If anything, I just, you know, kind of take the edge off it. Well, you're 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 very funny and you're very personable, so everyone is gonna everyone's gonna love you and they're gonna get right in there. Yeah, I am going to the Midwest tomorrow, and I am afraid that they are not gonna love me, and I am very nervous. Whereabouts? Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm performing. The home there. of the possum pouch. I did. What's a possum pouch? That's the Bill Hicks jokes. Why he why he why he wanted to get off the road because you know he loved the he loved the possum pouch in. Uh, in Arkansas. Well, in Little Rock, Arkansas. That's. I fly tomorrow all day to go to Little Rock, Arkansas. Just four stops on Southwest, I believe. Oh well, it's two actually. Two. Yeah, it's Vegas, and then it goes it goes from here to Vegas, and then from Vegas to Little Rock. Uh, but I have four shows at the Looney Bin, and I am. I don't think I've ever been as nervous for a show because I, these people are scary. And I do, I'm afraid they're not going to like me because I'm a they, weirdo they have, Californian. They, they have to leave their guns in the car. <laughs> it, they love guns and gravy. I, it's going to be... He wrote his Waffle House bit after doing a gig in Little Rock. The whole thing about the, the, the waitress saying, what you doing reading? Why are you doing that? He wrote that after a gig in Little Rock. There's a backstory. But the guy telling me was the guy who was emceeing. I, when I went to Cobbs and I saw the green room, it was like, that was a religious experience. Sure. And someone said, "Yeah, no, that's the that's that's the uh, that's the shower where Bill took an underage girl in, and that's the uh, that's the that's the table where Robin did tramlines the full length, all sixteen feet." Wow. Um, he possibly was gilding the lily just a little. Sure, bit, but sure, was, sure, sure. You know. Exciting anyway. stuff. No, I love it. Cobbs is always Cobbs is super fun to do. Story Moyd has helped me out with that a couple times, so shout out to him. Well, thank you, John Garside. You've been lovely. This has been Some Call Me Tim. I've been Pam Benjamin. We'll be back next week. Um, tune in to Friday's Pam Jassic's Comedy Clubhouse and Happy Hour. It's going to be guest hosted by Capital Pilcrow because I'm going to be in Little Rock. Hey, now that I finally understand how to do Instagram, I'll be sending pictures from there of my whatever I'm doing. Instagram in Little Rock? 
Well, no, they have it everywhere. But I just joined Instagram this week because I was like, I'm never going to do this. And I did it for the station. It's all for the station. I would never. I, I can't imagine that people do this. They take pictures of themselves. And then I have to look at them, too. They take pictures or selfies. It's a selfie, selfie world. I just can't even. Like, people think they look that good. Like, I'm constantly worried about my wrinkles and I don't wear makeup. I don't want you to see me. They have filters. My wife told me. I don't do Instagram either because... I'm old and fat and, and <laughs> full of wrinkles, and, and but apparently there's a filter for it. <laughs> well, Jenny Craig and filters. Those are my. That's my future. Yeah, Jenny Craig food's no good. Enjoy your cranberry fool tomorrow. Mm, thank you. Uh, this has been Pam Benjamin again. John Garside, look him up. And this has been some call me Tim. Bye. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th. 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual, and we hope you apply from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian hate Ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all, classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff! You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal! Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? 
I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Everybody should listen to Muni Radio at MuniRadio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Records. Round. 
played mixed all for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scott Walker amazing artist music DJ vinyl enthusiast that is flat black plastic I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage in the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. We'll laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for everyday conversations on race with everyday people. With Sima Lieberman, everyday people talking about race every week different everyday people talking about race on Tuesdays 10 o'clock it's spiritual psychology with Renee McKenna meditate it'll heal ya then at noon stick around Sergio
Hello, hello, hello. This is Mutiny Radio, broadcasting live from San Francisco, California. And it is time to ride the morning train.
The music of Gary Bartz and Two Troop begins today's ride on the morning train from the first volume of Harlem Bush music named Typha, which was the name of his daughter, recorded and released in 1970. That was Du, D-U, parenthetically, Rain. Next up, Joe Pass and J.J. Johnson. Thank you. 
This is the morning train on mutinyradio.fm in .sf, your musical sanctuary on this day of infamy. We just heard Eddie Palmieri and friends from the album Live, recorded live in New York City and released in 1999. Eddie at the piano and his very large band gave us Palamas. Before that, Joe Pass and J.J. Johnson from their duo album, We'll Be Together Again. That was released in 1984, and we heard Naked as a Jaybird. Here now, the Liberation Music Orchestra.
Charlie Hayden and the Liberation Music Orchestra, arranged and conducted by Carla Blay from the 2005 album, Not In Our Name. That track, which you may have recognized, was This Is Not America, written by Pat Metheny and David Bowie. Here now is David himself.
This is the morning train on mutinyradio.fm and .sf, and I am your sole driver, J.D. Buell. That was the Jayhawks reminding us to smile when you're down and out. Title selection to the album Smile, released in 2000, the Jayhawks. Before that, David Bowie, also from around that time, 2003 was the year for the album Reality, and we heard days. Now we're heading way back to the 1950s for this fella here who needs no introduction.
that was just a dream. Jackie Naylor's version of Losing My Religion from the album The Color 5, which was released in 2006. Before Jackie, the Isley Brothers, a track found on Forever Gold, released in 1977, their version of Todd Rundgren's Hello, It's Me. Before that, Gene Chandler and one of my numerous theme songs, The Duke of Earl, number one single in 1962, and also topping the charts at number one in 1956, Elvis Presley, with I Want You, I Need You, I Love You. Speaking of Elvis, dig this.
Oh my, what a party that was at the county jail. The Jeff Beck group from the album Beckola, on which they performed two Elvis Presley songs. We heard Jailhouse Rock. They also do All Shook Up on there. Ron Wood on bass, Nicky Hopkins piano, Tony Newman drums. Jeff Beck on guitar, of course, and vocals extraordinaire, Rod Stewart. Also on some extraordinary vocals, Eric Burden, 1966, with the debut of the group known as Eric Burden and the Animals, on British radio, doing Heartbreak Hotel. Let's go down to Texas now and hear Rosemarie from 1966.
Texas great vocalist and guitarist from 1952. The song is Lolly You, and the album was I Get So Weary. Before T-Bone, also from Texas, 1966, her name was Rose Marie Pettit, and had two obscure singles on the Gallant label. That was My Wish, and it appeared on the compilation album The Soul of Texas Blues Women, released in 1988. As long as we are deep in the heart of Texas, here they are, live from Armadillo World Headquarters, Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen.
dog died just yesterday and left me all alone. The finance company dropped by today and repossessed my home. But that's just a drop in the bucket, gas compared to losing you. And I'm down to seeds and stems again, too. Got the down to seeds and stems again. seeds and stems again. Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airman from their first album, Lost in the Ozone, Seeds and Stems Again. And from live from deep in the heart of Texas, we heard their version of Diggy Liggy Low. This is J.D. Buell with you here on MutinyRadio.fm. I want to remind you of an upcoming event that gives you an excellent opportunity to support all of us here at the station. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming in March, March 1st through 5th. Tickets are only $10, and those five days of events all take place down here at the glamorous Mutiny Radio Studios. So please look us up at www.mutinyradio.fm and check out all of the shows every day during that period and come join us. And remember also that there are slots open for other shows here at the station. So if you don't like the radio that you're hearing, come down and make some of your own. Take it, please, and let the pedals 
But a smart man is on home And the moon is in the street And the shadow boys are breaking all the laws And you're east of East St. Louis And the wind is making speeches And the rain sounds like a round of applause And Napoleon is weeping And the carnival saloon His invisible fiancés in the mirror And the band is going home It's raining hammers, it's raining nails It's true there's nothing left for him down here And it's time, time, time And it's time, time, time And it's time, time And they all pretend they're orphans And their memories like a train You can see it getting smaller as it pulls away And the things you can't remember Tell the things you can't forget The history puts a saint in every dream Well, she said she'd stick around Till the bandages came off But these mama's boys just don't know when to quit And Matilda asked the sailors All those dreams or all those prayers So close your eyes, son And this won't hurt a bit Oh, it's time, time, time It's time it is time that we love. That was Tom Waits and the song Time from the album Rain Dogs. That was 1985. 
before Tom Waits song I've played for you before I just love that album live in Louisville by Kerry Rodriguez that was seven angels on a bicycle don't he look good that's 2009 she put that one out and we started with a track from the album public domain songs from the wild land by Dave Alvin that was what did the deep sea say (laughs) 